back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Bigger Than the Score right here on 93.7 The Ticket. We got Peter Ferguson hosting the show for us, and we got our first special guest of the night, uh, Coach Stuart Venable. So, Ferguson, I'll throw it right to you, and I'll let you guys get into it. Yeah, no, this is truly a pleasure and a treat um, for a friend, a colleague, a mentor to, to have Coach V in the in the room, and he, he looks like he's ready to go out for a workout already <laughs> on us at 8 a.m. in the morning. But um, Coach Venable, I say Coach V and Coach Venable, Venerable, but uh, Stuart Venerable is uh, is is a uh, he's got a lot of things. I don't want to say on his plate, but he's impacted a lot of people's lives. And when we talk about just something bigger than the score, you know, I looked for individuals who are investing in people. And, and he's one of those individuals that not only does that in his family, um, the school he works in, but also has done that to me. And so, you know, I, I want to welcome him and thank him for getting up this morning. Hey, thank you, Coach Ferguson. I appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity, man. Well, Coach, let's get right into it. Just um, maybe share with us a little bit about your personal purpose and then your journey to education. Um, you're a veteran. Um, you've worked in, in prisons and in law enforcement, and, and now you're an educator as well. And so just tell us a little bit about your journey and, um, and how you got to education. Yeah, I'm uh, from Virginia, born and raised in Straight after high school, I went into the U.S. Army. I was there for seven years. When I got out of the Army, I started working in the correctional system, and I was working for the Department of Justice on the Federal Bureau of Prisons. I started in California, and then I transferred um, to Phoenix, Arizona, Leavenworth, Kansas, where I ended up retiring in Leavenworth, Kansas. And once I retired from there, that's how I ended up in Lincoln, Nebraska. We moved here October of uh, 2012. I always tell people that, we retired, and I wanted to go to Florida, and my wife goes, no, we're going to Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> I said, look at any movie. Nobody retires and goes to Lincoln, Nebraska. Everybody retires and go to Florida, but she's a baby of 12, so she won that battle, and we ended up in Lincoln, Nebraska. Well, happy wife, happy life, man. <laughs> you you know right. how that works now. Come you on now. that right, Coach. <laughs> well, and, you, and you've got like 40 years of coaching and, and 10 years in high school, so the education field isn't new to you. Um, you also are competitive. I mean, you're being real modest in a lot of the things that you've done. Um, if you If you're watching online or you ever get to see a picture of coach venerable this man is a competitor too he's won championships in that capacity but i think i remember meeting you at nebraska wesleyan yeah yeah um, that and, is and correct your classes so talk about like that transition from you talked about working at leavenworth being the military competing to you know going into to teach yeah the the teaching thing came at the the very end i um i started coaching other athletes when i was in the military and now they have a name for that. They call you a tactical coach if you do that. Um, when I moved to the Department of Justice, I was also coaching other law enforcement officers, firefighters, what have you, still tactical coach. Well, in Leavenworth, the, the military base is right next door to the federal prison. So on the military wanted me to start um, a fitness for kids thing, and, and I was under the CrossFit banner. So I started CrossFit kids there, and then I'm training soldiers in the morning before I go to work at the prison. And then when I get off from work, my wife and I were training kids. Um, when that ended, when I retired and I moved here, for me the logical transition was to keep training kids. So that's what I did. I I started over at the Driven Academy when it was on 48th and Superior, oh, yeah. and we were training kids. Um, but my daughter at the time was young, and the only time you can train kids in a private setting is after school. And then I was missing all of her stuff training other mm -hmm. people's kids, mm -hmm. and I said, 
it's going really well, and I'm having an impact on these kids, but I want to have a bigger impact on more kids. And um, that's when one of the owners there, uh, he said, if you want to have a bigger impact on more kids, then you have to get into the high school setting or the middle school setting where the kids are. And I'm I'm 50 years old. I was like, I'm, I'm 50 years old. To, to get into the high school, I have right. to go back and get a, a, a teaching certificate. So two years at Westland and teacher certificate. And that's when I started with LPS. So it was, it was my, my notion that I want to have a bigger impact on a larger number of kids. And the only way to do that is get in that environment. So let me go back to college with kids that are 20 years old when I'm 50. <laughs> and let me do this for two years so I can train kids that are in their teen years. So that's kind of how my journey went. Well, and, it, and it's definitely, we've benefited from it. And I don't think just Lincoln, Lincoln Public Schools, but the greater community has benefited from it. Because as I look at, you know, our, my time getting to know you and sports performance and strength conditioning has always been there. But it was kind of you go in the weight room. My understanding when I was growing up is, you know, hey, I want to make the, the weight club. And so it was lift so much, do this, squat this. And you, you're a student of this. And you're probably one of the most well-read individuals, and you're not an individual that comes in and says, I know it all. You're constantly, you're a lifelong learner. And so tell me what, what sports performance has looked like in LPS and how that's changed a little bit. And you've been a huge piece of that. You transformed a culture, I'll be perfectly honest, at, at Lincoln High School. Um, with, with a football team there, and, and you're at North Star now, and, and you work across the district working with middle school teachers. What does that look like in LPS sports performance and in strength and, strength and conditioning? Well, you know, I, I honestly have to give credit to Dr. Avey for that because when I got here initially and I wanted to be a high school strength coach, even if it was only part-time and I went to the district office, there was no such thing as a high school strength coach, mm. which to me was mind-boggling being that Board Epley, the icon, the living <laughs> legend, started collegiate strength conditioning right here in Lincoln, Nebraska, and for them not to have any high school strength coaches was kind of odd. It was um, pretty much just a football coach being in the weight room and everybody bench squat, deadlift. When Dr. Avey came on board and he said, I want – the kids to look the same at North Star as they do at Lincoln High, as they do at East, as they do at Southwest. True. So he said, we have to put some standards in place and we have to start um, coming up with some professional development to help people get on the same sheet of music. So um, that's pretty much how it started for me was, was Dr. David coming in and say, let's do this. And I was a first year teacher and he, he wanted to bring people to the table that had been teaching for 20 years. And I, mm, I don't know how this is going to work this being my first year, but he brought the right people to the table and it worked out really, really good. So I would say to the benefit of, uh, of the, the student athletes and, and to the teachers and coaches as well, what he started and we grabbed that ball and ran with it. It's, it's been pretty incredible. Well, and, and, and again, you, you're, you're modest, but you know, I'd have to say like your influence is seen at elementary, at middle school, at the high school level, and then also the greater community. And you mentioned something about, um, you know, that equity piece of what it looks like on one side of town to the other, um, seeing scholars develop in the same way. But one of the things I've really appreciated about you, and you mentioned it, your daughter, <laughs> you know, and Faith. And Faith is a standout uh, scholar, multi-involved athlete over at Lincoln Pius. And, um, you know, talk about just the, the focus that you've had, not just on every, each and every scholar, but especially female scholars and their development. Yeah, they were often, uh, they being the female student athletes, were, were often overlooked in, in my opinion. Like I said, when I got here initially, there were football coaches in the weight room and some of the coaches felt like it was just 
um, football-only workouts, and I wanted it to be more inclusive than that. I wanted the females to have the same privileges in the in the weight room that the males had, and I wanted people that came from um, not as a affluent situation to also have access to strength and conditioning. I mean, for me personally, it was always uh, a sanctuary and a great equalizer. I figured it could be the same for mm-hmm. all these athletes. So I never, I never claimed to have allegiance to any one organization or any one in particular building. Wherever I work is where I'm working. I'm all in where I work, but I'm all in for the kids. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and you mentioned that. I think one thing is the impact of relationships. Um, I have seen countless, you, you share on social media and countless texts, like share with me just what, how important that is. Um, cause you, you, you embody that. It's, it's hugely important. I didn't realize that. I don't think initially that the relationship can open doors that the relationships I forged have opened doors that I couldn't open myself. And, you know, sometimes on the on the the flip side of that, I've closed some doors that uh, that I wish would have remained open. The relationships are more important than anything I do in the weight room. So the relationship with the scholars, the relationship with the parents, the relationship with the coaches and teachers, and um, I would say definitely on the latter end of my career, I spend more time working on that aspect of it than I do. Um, with the strength and conditioning aspect because I've been doing that for 40 years, but the relationship makes it or breaks it. So, hey, Coach Venerable, like I said, I'm truly appreciative of you. That's something I don't say often enough, but how can people, you know, if they want to get in touch with you, you know, get some advice and see, you know, things that they need to be doing or, um, you know, get some information for their kids, um, just kind of put out how they can follow you a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm on social media, um, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, Instagram, Coach Venable, Twitter, Coach Venable, the number one, and uh, also on Facebook, I'm under uh, just Stuart Venable. So they can find me on social media, they can DM me, I work at LPS, so svenable at lps.org, they can reach out anytime, Coach. Awesome, Coach V. I like to say he's a bad man. So um, thanks, Coach V. I really appreciate your time. And, and, and a shout-out to Faith. Um, you know, I, I have a favorite favorite athlete. That's my daughter. But she's one of those ones that you can just really get behind. So good luck to her. Yeah, so we'll be you. back with our next segment with two more guests and um, with Bigger Than the Final Score.